This is a Locker Room Production. Hey, everybody. How you doing? Well, that's good. Welcome to the... Jesus, I, I, don't, I still don't know what to call this. Let's start over. Hey, everybody, how you doing? Well, that's good. Welcome to the Broad Street Hockey Locker Room Live postgame. My name is Bill Matz. I'm your director of fun and games for the evening. Man, there's time for the, there's time for the, the bigger picture discussion and what this really means later. Uh, trust me, I, this one single game hasn't changed my, my actual outlook for the season here, but it is nice. Like, I just kind of want to enjoy this one, and I really want to enjoy it for Samuel Moran. I mean, we have we have all said a lot of uh, things about Samuel Moran. I've always wanted to see him at least get a shot, but, you know, we've all kind of been like, for a while now, you know, Samuel Moran probably just doesn't have it. I'm not saying he's the defenseman they're looking for. I'm not saying they, oh, yeah, Chuck, you don't even need to address the defense. Like, none of that. But goddamn, keep this kid in the lineup. Uh, physical presence. The other night, that fight, I was really proud of that. Just someone showed me they cared a little bit. And I feel so happy for him scoring that goal. The team was so happy for him. Maybe, just maybe, this can be a a turning point. Uh, the last couple of weeks have been rock bottom. They can't possibly be worse than what they've been. I I have to believe that if this team has some sort of run in them, some sort of streak in them, uh, some sort of heart to turn this thing around, today has to be that jumping off point. I mean, they allowed one goal. That is fucking incredible for this team. That's basically, we used to call, uh, when I played men's league, beer league for a little while, uh, we used to call one goal a men's league shutout because, you know, no one's actually trying to play defense out there. This team looked like they were interested in the defensive end today. Still some still some breakdowns, uh, still got hemmed in their own zone a little bit. Uh, but I think we can all say this was one of their better overall just team efforts. Uh, they, they ground out a win, which is so huge to see. And again, like I know it's the Rangers, and the Rangers aren't that good. The only reason the Rangers are even in it is because of how, fly, how bad the fucking Flyers have been lately. But... This has turned into a little bit of a rivalry with the, these teams. Flyers, you know, the Rangers have run it up on the Flyers a few times. They've taken exception to it. it, it maybe this is the turning point. Maybe if we're going to look for some positivity out of this one, it's this is something to rally around. Like this kid who's been injured uh, and never got a chance. I mean, a couple of weeks ago, he was a fucking forward. Like a guy who was, where was he drafted? 11th overall in, what was it, 23? 12 2013 I want to say 2013 um just injuries all the obstacles he's had and he gets this game winning goal today maybe like this will be like maybe the only goal he scores this season but it's still just I feel good for him and I feel good about the team at least for the moment uh and that's it's not even about anything else right now I just hope that this is some sort of some sort of turning point for them. Uh, I really liked how we took the uh, took the comments, like the caller style, talk radio style. Um, 
in the last post game, so we can get to that in a little bit. Uh, just request to speak, and I'll get to you. There's usually like a queue, and I'll be able to do it. Uh, but let's read some of the comments first, and then if people want to come on and talk, they absolutely can. All right, let's start it off. Jeff Wobler, uh, much needed. It really was. This feels like a palate cleanser. This feels like maybe something they can they can really build on the way they played physical, like Nolan Patrick gets the goal, but he came out. I loved that late hit. If he had gotten called for it, um, I would have been totally fine with it. Just show a little bit of meanness. Just show me you're willing to be physical, willing to mix it up. Uh, And Nolan Patrick, he was physical tonight. I've been dying for that. Uh, Like maybe this is a turning point for him too. I've been dying for Nolan Patrick to realize he's bigger than everybody threw a couple of hits tonight, looked like he was engaged. Maybe this is the uh, maybe this is it for him as well as Samuel Moran. A couple of first round, a uh, couple of much maligned first round picks. Maybe they can be a part of the, of turning this thing around. Absolutely, much much needed. Uh, Jacob Senchak says, "I'm so happy for Sam Moran. The kid has a lot of guts. He certainly does. And I mean, he's bigger than everybody out there. So like, you know, he's big and strong. I, I think they just need that presence. I, I just feel like it." It affects the whole team when they know they have that guy who can literally kick anybody's ass on the other team. Uh, we've talked for a while. Like, I don't think they need an enforcer. But, man, if he's if he's on your third pair, give me him over Haig and Prosser and Gustafson all day, especially if Ghost is going to be in the lineup, like, after the trade deadline, if Ghost is still here. Like, we've always wanted to see that pair. Let's see it. Uh, but I, I do just feel so good for Samuel Moran. Like, And, again, there are plenty of um, – plenty of things to be disappointed with this team about, and we'll have lots of time for that on future post games, I'm sure, future BSH radios, but I'm trying to really enjoy this one. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Dave Brown, hopefully they play like this next game, and that's that's all we have to hope for is they can somehow carry this over, and the intensity isn't just a one day, oh, we got embarrassed, let's erase that sort of thing. Like we saw that against the Islanders. They come out, play well against the Islanders, and then the next two games they get embarrassed again. So maybe this is uh, maybe they can use this as a jumping off point. Chuck Delp, wow, did they win by accident? I just the fact that they allowed a single goal. Like I bet the over because I bet the over on every single Flyers game now, and I'm not even disappointed. Like the fact that they actually showed some backbone in the def- in the defensive end today. Still plenty of room to improve. It's not like they were awesome, uh, but. Shit, man, considering what we've seen, light, uh, they've jumped a light year since uh, since we last watched them play. Ah, oh, Matt McCool, good to see you, Matt. Uh, with everything that's happened in the last month, watching Samuel Moran score was such a silver lining. Oh, it's, it, I, again, everyone, I think, is just going to share the opinion. You're happy for this. No matter what your opinion of Samuel Moran is, whether you think he belongs in the lineup, uh, whether you think he's an NHL defenseman, whatever you have to just feel good for him today like Nolan Patrick and Samuel Moran getting the goals that hey for right now this is the turning point if they come out and shit the bed in the next game well we'll talk about that then but in my mind right now this is the turning point for the team and those two uh getting the goals that made it happen is just absolutely huge Ben Miles can I get a woo oh absolutely we haven't wooed in so long Woo! Anyone who requests to speak, you have to start it out with a woo. That's the uh, that's the rule today. Uh, Ghost Moran forever. We've been wanting to see it for like, it feels like a decade. Uh, yeah. So yeah, let's let's get it going. 
uh, Jeff Wolber again. Anyone else watching on NHL online and have the feed cut out for the Moran goal? All I heard was JJ going crazy. Yeah, I saw a bunch of people tweeted me. There was like a French car commercial or something going on on, uh, I guess, the NHL uh, the NHL app or whatever it is. It's not center ice online. I have NHL TV, I guess. That's how I watch the out-of-town games. But I guess they, they, they cut away from the action when Moran scored. That really sucks. Uh, but I'm sure you can find plenty of gifts on it. On uh, on Twitter, go to at uh, Broad Street Hockey, and I'm pretty sure we have it there. If you if you missed it, uh, Chuck again. As easy it has been to shit on this team after all they've been shitting on the ice. <laughs> if any kind of comeback slash run is going to happen, it has to start somewhere, right? Yeah. For today, I just want to look at like the possibility that the slump, the prolonged period of the worst hockey I've ever watched, is is over, and today is the turning point. Like. They actually took a man and guarded him in the defensive zone on several shifts today, which it was it was something to see. Just hope this is carryover. Uh, Dave Brown, I thought everyone played hard today. When you play hard, look what happens. Oh no, and that's like like I just said, you know, when you're when you're standing near the guy you're trying to defend, look how much easier it is to defend him. I remember I went to uh, I went to Saint Augustine Prep uh, in South Jersey uh, my freshman year of high school. And, like, I thought of myself as a pretty good hockey player at the time. And then, like, you know, playing independent league, like, South Jersey hockey, high school hockey. And then I go over to, like, you know, the school sports side. And I'm the sixth defenseman on the JV squad. Uh, But we had this coach who was really good, ended up winning a state championship. Uh, And whenever he asked a question, the answer was time and space. Like, that's, like, what are we trying to, and, like, so he'd be like, hey, how's it going today? And I'd say time and space, because that's me. Uh, But, like, the Flyers just allow so much time and space. It's like the thing you're looking for in hockey, they just give you. And uh, they didn't today. And I think, yeah, everyone played hard. And, yeah, look what happens, like Dave said. I got ads during that goal, Ben Miles said. Yeah, a lot of people seem to have had that problem. Uh, Kyle Bendel, Sam Moran will become my favorite player ever. If him playing decent means I never have to see Robert Haig ever again. And like, listen, uh, Moran had a couple, like he iced the puck a couple times. I'm not saying he's the end all be all, but for a third pair defenseman, man, we've seen a whole lot worse. We've seen a whole lot worse like this week. So I'll absolutely take Moran right now. Uh, Tanner Robertson. Yeah. My feed, but no audio turned to, Oh, okay. My feed, uh, not audio, turned to some Italian channel on my stream right before the Morangle. That's hilarious. I, I'm not hilarious. I'm like that it happened to you, but it's so weird that this happened to everybody who's watching online. Uh, Matt McCool again. Hopefully, getting the two points was so key. This was pretty. This was pretty much a playoff series with the Rangers. I mean, yeah, they're. Uh, after the last game I tweeted, like, remember the top five and bottom three conversation about this division? Well, the Flyers aren't in the part of that top five, bottom three that we thought they were. Maybe this is them digging themselves out now. Uh, Jeff, again, they played noticeably better after that practice. What a difference. If it wasn't for their goalie, it would have been a blowout. Yeah, man, Shesterkin. Shesterkin? I I thought earlier in the season people were calling Shesterkin. And now it's back to Shesterkin. I, I don't know, but he was fucking incredible today. Um, lots of you know, I have another job where I produce a, uh, a radio show on radio.com called You Better You Bet. Uh, during the preseason, we had, you know, some some people on to talk about like hockey futures and stuff. And we had this one guy, I, I can't remember who the, the name of the guest was, uh, but he talked, um, 
he talked about the Rangers being like a sneaky playoff team. And he said, Shesterkin was the best goalie in the league. And I literally like sitting there behind the board, almost did a spit take from laughing. Like had I been drinking something, I would have ruined all the, uh, all the equipment in the room. <laughs> but now I'm like, holy shit, maybe he is. But then, you know, Samuel Moran scores. So all is well. Um, maybe that's it for him. Maybe that broke him. Hopefully, uh, Evan. Oh man. I, I, Huguen, I'm sorry, Hugunin, Evan Hugunin. Uh, woo, we're right back to making a cup run this year, right? For today, let's say they are. For right now, in these moments that we're doing this show, and again, like, I don't have any delusions about what this team has been and how they're going to have to play to make the playoffs and then what they're going to have to do in the playoffs to actually make it worth it being there. But for right now, I'm choosing to feel good about the team because, man, we've had some downer post games lately. Tanner Robertson. I didn't realize Moran was French Canadian. Uh, quite the accent. Yeah, it's like Samuel Moran. Like it's not even like his last name isn't even. It's you know the French. They don't pronounce half their syllables. But it's like Moran, like something like that. Uh, me doing any sort of dialect is just a joke because I just sound you know I sound like me. Uh, Chuck Delp. So the win aside. Woo! By the way. Here's a list of rhetorical questions I have about this team. Why do they keep throwing back to the point man when they have it in the slot? Why does their system promote long passes out of the defensive zone when they don't have any defensemen capable of making them? Why do they never carry the puck into the offensive zone? Why do the D-men always let guys get behind them in front of the net? They talked about that today, the the last part, D-men in front. Like it's part of their, I guess, system to front them and attempt to block the passing lane and block a shot to that guy. But at a certain point, you have to realize that ain't working. Like be alongside of him or be, you know, between him and the net, which is what they teach you your entire life playing defense, be between your man and the net. And you have to just cancel out his stick, take the body, whatever you have to do, because this whole fronting business doesn't work for them. Uh, Steph Len, I'm not going to get excited, but a great win. Need to sweep Buffalo and then take that into a run against the Islanders in Boston. Each Boston game is essentially a four-pointer four to help close the gap. Yeah, Boston, man, the fact that, you know, they weren't playing all that well, then they had the COVID, uh, the COVID break there. Like, it's keeping the Flyers in it a little bit, and they have to really bounce back. Steph, I'm going to, listen, I'm going to respect, I'm going to respect your decision not to get too excited because, listen, I understand, but you got to be feeling this one a little bit. Uh, from Tanner. They need to go on a tear like they did after Disney on ice last year. Let's turn the ship around and not lodge it in the Suez Canal in the process. Excellent, excellent uh, topical reference there. Um, yeah, maybe this like slump, and this was a lot like, what, were they 1-6-1 and one on that Disney trip? Like this was much more prolonged bad hockey than we saw in December last year. And, of course, we all know the extenuating circumstances of last December, but maybe this was – they're rock bottom and now they're digging themselves out of it and they can turn it around. I would love it. I would love it so much. Like it's a beautiful day outside right now. Like I don't want to be doing post game all day cause it's fucking beautiful outside, but it felt, you know, playoff hockey. It's, it's usually like the summer, the spring, the summer Memorial day, Stanley cup final. Like it just kind of felt like one today. I, I know, I know I'm getting way ahead of myself. I'm just like the weather and the game on, and it, it just kind of felt playoffish today, and I hope that they have that feeling and take it forward. Uh, from Steph, what's the celebratory beer today? Right now, uh, being a little basic, Dogfish Head 60-Minute IPA. 
I might break into this uh, space metal dinosaur. I really don't like it, but it's the only beer I have down here. The rest are upstairs. So might break into that if I finish my 60 minute during this, uh, if I finish my 60 minute during this podcast, I always want to drink a ton of beer during the post game. And then like, it's hard to drink and talk at the same time. Uh, from Dave, how about all those empty net saves at the end of the game? That Fox is really good. My God, the Flyers versus the empty net, best rivalry in hockey, hands down. Uh, Warren Brody, good to see Sam Moran get a chance and a goal. Don't overlook the intimidation factor he brings. Notice Sanheim even tying up Rangers in front of the net. Yeah, I just think, again, I don't think Samuel Moran is this savior, but I do think maybe his presence is giving them a little more confidence than they had. And the whole team was physical today. Like that's something I'd love to see. Like I talked about Patrick being physical. He gets his goal going to the front of the net, has some hits. Again, love that late hit, but maybe, um, maybe this is them finding that identity. They said they lost. Uh, Chuck asked the beer of the day. I just answered that. Uh, Fiona Engelman. Am I the only one surprised they won? Uh, I saw the start, then watched the Baylor game. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, it's shocking when they just don't give up seven goals at this point, but um, go Nova. <laughs> Steph says, orders multiple Sam Moran jerseys. I got to find my old uh, Chris Gratton 55 jersey and crudely paste Moran over the back of it. Uh, Nick DeCristo, I miss when we had one of the best young goalies in the league, but thankful we finally got a win. Listen, like, and these guys, like Shesterkin, like, they're older. They're older than Hart, but it does kind of make you go, God damn, we were supposed to have one of these guys too. And I think I still think down the line we will, but Hart is just so young. Hopefully he can get things going himself as well. He needs some time though. Uh, Jeff, how about Buffalo going 17 losses in a row? Oh, they had the lead, I thought. That's a shame for them. Uh, Mr. 69, good to see you, sir. Uh, there's been a good karma for guys that dropped the gloves this year for the Flyers, Lindblom, Moran. That's true. That is true. We get some uh, some game winning goals out of both guys. That's true. Maybe uh, maybe we need more fights. More fights is always the answer. I say. Uh, from Tanner, a potential silver silver lining of the heart situation is maybe we re-sign him for not much money, and he totally turns it around. A guy can hope. Tanner, uh, I meant to actually bring that up on the. This might have come up on Twitter. Might have come up on one of the post games recently. I don't remember. It all kinds kind of runs together when they play this often. But I meant to bring it up on BSH Radio. Like, hey, I know this this Carter Hart thing sucks, but considering I still think long term he'll be fine. Maybe it's not the worst thing in the world that his, his stats are very, very bad. Uh, you know, they, they get him for much cheaper. Of course, he'll just sign a short-term deal. Uh, but it's 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 a possible silver lining. You're right. Um, John Leonard, I'm just glad to hear you happy, Bill. Thank you, John. I'm glad someone out there is looking uh, looking out for my mental health and is concerned about me. Uh, I'll always be okay, though. I can come on here and rant and rave. I, I get over it pretty quick. Uh, the last few have been sticking with me more than uh more than usual just because like I feel personally hurt by this team's lack of effort sometimes like I'm the guy who like I you hear me I do radio hits on WIP I I I do a lot of other podcasts and I've been saying for like a year now listen this team is finally good they're finally ready to compete um you know, they just weren't built for it. They purposely weren't built to compete in the last like seven years. And last year was the beginning of actually doing that. And now like, oh, we're supposed to be off and running. We're a cup contender this year. And then they just come out and piss all over themselves this month um, to the point. It's just like it became almost comical if it wasn't tragic. Uh, but 
again, maybe this is it. Maybe this is them turning it around. I can at least hope for today until I watch the next game. Uh, Matt McCool again, who doesn't hate the stupid Disney on ice road trip? It's the worst. It fucks them every year, man. Maybe this, maybe this last couple of weeks was their version of the Disney trip since they started the season late. Leaving early today, Bill. All right, take it easy, Mr. 69. Uh, let's see. Evan again. Even before the goal, Moran has looked surprisingly good. Aggressive, breaking up plays, throwing the body. Definitely felt an energy boost from his presence in the lineup. Yeah, I mean, at this, seeing what we've seen from the defense, how does he not stick in the lineup? Like, this seems to be the way to go here. It's still, like... You still have combination issues with your top four. The third pair is going to be what it's going to be, but fuck, man, maybe this is it. Maybe they found a combination that works here with the with their six defensemen, at least for now, uh, until they acquire somebody. All right, we got any more here, guys? Anyone? Uh, do we have any requests to talk? Speaker requests? We have none. All right, uh, I'm going to wrap it up pretty early. If uh, if nobody else is going to make any comments, again, it's a beautiful day. I would love to just go outside, hang out with the wife kick a few beers in celebration instead of sadness. Uh, Nick DeCristo, Moran on one leg isn't any worse than what they were putting out there. That was, it was Moran getting stuck out there for that long shift. He was, I was joking around. I was saying he was, uh, he was getting all the ice, ice time he missed in one shift over the last couple of years. You know, all the injuries and getting moved to forward and being bounced around and just not really having a spot with the organization. He made up for it in one shift today. Uh, go enjoy. Everyone's happy they finally won. I sure will. I liked seeing the angry Travis getting under player's skin. Yeah, Konechny, man. Like, I know they scored on that power play, and you don't want to take dumb penalties, but this team needs to be feisty and physical. They need to play this way. It is so apparent. Like, look what they did today playing with that attitude compared to what they've done for the last month. It's night and day. This team has to play that way. They have to be chippy. Every now and then you're going to take a penalty. Um all for it, one hundred percent. Billy Avo, Avo, I don't know. Uh, are we buyers again after today? Listen, I, I never thought like buying, like the idea of going out and getting a bunch of rentals. I, I, I hate that idea because of the expansion draft and just because I, I don't want to give up assets for rental. Unless you're like Tampa Bay and you're all in one hundred percent because this is it. This is your window. I hate giving up assets for rentals. Um, that said, like you know. We talk about Ryan Ellis, Ryan Ellis with like six years left on his deal. That's something I'm. Uh, that's something I'm real interested again. When you put the defenseman on defense, he plays defense. Go figure. From uh, Josiah Vela, yeah, right. Like it was so. It was. It was really damning. Honestly, uh, that's that. That's why it really lowered my opinion of Moran. That the Flyers have the hole on defense that they had, and decided, you know what, we need to make him a forward. It was like, oh, so they just don't think he has it at all. But goddamn, if he didn't look at least serviceable today. And then, of course, you know, he gets the fucking goal, too. Like, uh, it's not like he's going to score a ton of goals. He's, he's not. That's just – he. but he gave him something. He had a couple of shots. He looked confident with the puck. He didn't look like – like, he didn't look like Nick Grossman with the puck on his stick. I'll give him that. Uh, from Aldo Esposito, uh, so happy for Sam. Even if this game ends up not being a big deal in the long run, it still put a smile on my face by the end of the game, and it was worth it just for that. Oh, that's 100%. I'm choosing to be positive because I'm happy for the kid, and I just want to enjoy my Saturday. Again, there's plenty of time for the discussion about what's wrong with this team long term, and of course, if they come out and look like shit again after the – when did they play again? Monday, I'm assuming. Like – 
we'll be right back here having the same conversations about how bad they are. But for today, I just want to be happy about the win and happy for Samuel Moran. Uh, Zach Boyle, the refs are starting to be more visibly bad. I know it goes both ways, but uh, good God, those missed calls and the calls that were actually made had me legitimately confused. You know I don't like to come in here and complain about the refs from a they're screwing the Flyers standpoint, but and like I always just I acknowledge that referees are bad and I just kind of build that into how I watch the games. Like the referees are going to be bad, but God damn, I swear, as bad as they've always been this year, watching any game, any team, any game, they're just making shit up as they go. No one has any idea. Like Crosby the other day said, it's hard to know what's legal and what's not. And I fully agree. Like me and Sidney Crosby seeing eye to eye on this one. It is, no one has any idea what's a penalty and what isn't, including the officials. They're making it up as we go. (laughs) Joel Farabee, trade Moran while his stock is high. The stonks, baby. Maybe we can get him for, maybe we can get Ryan Ellis straight up for Samuel Moran because he's our best defenseman right now. Why would they want anybody else? All right. Um, Anybody else have anything? I think we're going to wrap it up. Uh, we don't. I don't have to do 45 minutes today. I already got those out of the way this week. So everybody, go enjoy a beer. T- uh, take a shot for Samuel Moran. Uh, in- enjoy your Saturday. If you're in the area, it's beautiful weather. If you're not in the area, I have no idea what your weather's like. But enjoy your, uh, enjoy your beautiful springtime Saturday and a Flyers win. Uh, Alex Lyon for Anthony Stolarz. Why not? Uh, Thank you all so much for listening. Thank you for hanging out. If you haven't already, just hit that subscribe button. All you have to do is search Broad Street Hockey wherever there are podcasts, and boom, content delivered to you daily. It's pretty awesome. Like all the Flyers, you'll you'll never have to look anywhere else for Flyers coverage. We got you. Coverage. Coverage. Uh, you know, from the post games, the checking out the competition, Kelly's pregames, uh, BSH Radio, the flagship show, Flyperbole, Forecast, all that stuff. We have your wall-to-wall coverage, as they like to say. So uh, make sure you subscribe. And when you do subscribe, write us a nice review. Give us five stars. Say some nice words about us. We deserve it, don't we? Like, we're here doing this for all of you, and we don't charge you a dime. Uh, Of course we don't. It's a podcast. That's how it works. It's free. Uh, But that's it. Thank you all so much. Until next game, have a great weekend, everybody.